Warning, this podcast contains adult content, including frank descriptions of sex, and lots and lots of swear words. Enjoy. Mal crawls back over my leg and presses their lips to mine, and my mouth floods with slightly bitter fluid. Their tongue pushes my own cum into my mouth, sending it farther inside with an erotic stroke of their tongue. It's then that I realize they have their own dick out, slick and jerking as they feed me my release. It's the most erotic thing I've ever experienced. And as I moan deep into Mal's mouth, they find their own release onto my favorite dress shirt. Claire. Yes? I hate to interrupt. You should hate it, because it's great. Let's do more. No, Um, we have to do the podcast. The podcast? The podcast. Oh my gosh, I love doing the podcast. Great. Let's do the podcast. Okay. Hi. I'm Neil. And I'm Claire. And this is FMK Lit. Where we read two romance novels. A straight one and a queer one. And then we play Fuck, Mary Kill with the characters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, super duper spoilers. All the spoilers. All to spoilers. Uh, if you've come here just for reviews, we appreciate it. But we'll review it and also tell you everything that happened in the book. Everything that happened. All the plot points, how it ends. How you should feel about the, the characters. climax. All the climaxes. All the climaxes. Well, <laughs> we sometimes skim some of the climaxes. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on how many there are. <laughs> and how good they are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so what did we read today? I picked books. You did. You I picked did. the books. I did. I did. I was like, what did we read? Oh, that's right. It's me. <laughs> um, we, we read Crashing Into Tess by Lily Christine. And Only See You, Only Colorado, Book Two by J.D. Chambers. And the theme today is Divorces. Divorces. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. One of the love interests in each of these is going through or has recently gone through a divorce. Right. Uh, but first, yes, Claire, Neil, what's got you hot and bothered? What's got me hot and bothered? Um, let me just say, oh, J.K. Rowling. Um, everybody's got an opinion on this, so yeah. it's not like this is new or that I'm unique in having an opinion. But like, girl, uh, <laughs> look. Okay, here's the thing. Let's say. That um, there's these two wizards, mm-hmm. and uh, they kind of date, mm-hmm. and then you know they get in super into each other and they have hot sex. Yay! Good for them. Mm-hmm. If it's not written in the book, it didn't happen. Yeah. You can't just say that. You can't just say it. Yeah. Um. And like, and uh, J.K. It's cool. Whatever. Like. If that's what you believe, if you have your own personal headcanon about your book. <laughs> is it is it headcanon if it's the author's head? Yeah. Okay. If, it's, if, they, if they have the capacity, the ability to get publishing mm-hmm. for the story wherein those two people get together and have a romantic interlude... Yeah, it's just headcanon. If you just fucking say it, you can write that and publish it. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. Uh-huh. I don't want J.K. Rowling to publish that book. I would like her 
to give the rights to several LGBTQI plus authors to write stories within the world of Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. All different age groups, all different kinds of stories, all different kinds of stuff. And some of the characters should date and have sex with each other. That sounds great. And they should all be part of canon. It should all just exist in that world. And that way, those authors get money, mm -hmm. get paid, and these stories are told correctly. Mm -hmm. uh, and that way, they also get the opportunity to write for a huge series, and they get their names out there. This is all great. If you just fucking give an interview where you're like, oh, yeah, those two guys, totes had sex. Didn't happen. Doesn't count. <laughs> J.K. Rowling, you're going to die one day. And one day, the only thing that's going to exist of that is this interview. Doesn't count. Oh. That's my feelings about it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. It's... I, somebody made the point, and I agree, that it's like... It's getting the brownie points for inclusivity without doing the work. Yeah. And it's just like, it didn't even need to be a big thing. Just like, in the last book... After Dumbledore's dead. Spoiler, Dumbledore dies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Christine's like, what? Um, in the last book, even just like to find an, uh, an old love letter between him and Grindelwald. So it's just like, we don't even need to like go into it just to be like, this literally happened here as proof of this happening. And that's all we need, really. Sure. Just because, I mean, like, it's interesting regardless of the fact that it was Grindelwald that like, because we know part of that last book is us finding out about Dumbledore's life and just to be like, oh yeah, he he had romantic feelings towards another person. Like he had this very human experience that we don't necessarily credit to him because he's like the wise old person. Anyway, I agree, Claire. Yeah, no, I, and I honestly, like none of those other books have, as far as I can remember, any relationships that are not straight. Nope. So not a one. I like, and I, I tried to think about it, and I'm like, uh, so it f it feels like right. a really also, poorly thought out retcon. And the um, the second Fantastic Beasts movie, which I didn't see, but I hear that it's like, oh well, if you're looking for it, there's like a hint at because they're both in the movie, right? Grindelwald right. and Dumbledore are both in the movie, and apparently, like, if you're looking for it, there's a hint at the fact that they used to have a relationship, but. It's in such a way that, like, oh, we don't have to expose our children to it. We can still get a G rating or whatever. It makes me upset. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, but again, this is secondhand knowledge because I didn't actually see the movie. Right. I, no, and it it's insane because straight relationships, and I'm assuming there's a couple of straight relationships in both of those movies mm -hmm. that are not hinted at or are not, like... Or not like gone like well if you're really listening to the subtext you'll get that there's a straight relationship here. No, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's just right out front. Yeah. So sorry, and not only that, but like in the Harry Potter books or in most of these books, for or movies for children, your life is complete, your story is complete when you found your other. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, and good news, you also get to, ki get to kiss Hermione. <laughs> Hooray, yeah. that's not a loose end. Their singlehood <laughs> isn't just, oh, God, what was possibly going to happen? Great, 
They're defeating the worst thing in history. I hope that they also have sex with each other. That's a gross thing. Like, you're not watching a movie about Hitler and the end of Hitler going, ah, but I really hope those two fuck. (laughs) I want them to kill Hitler, but I also want them to find the loves of their lives. Because otherwise, this has no meaning to me. I want them to have sex on Hitler's body. Right, well, and and this comes up in um, the Marvel movies because there's a, the new trailer came out and there's... Thor and Captain Marvel and like they're standing in front of each other and Thor like gets his hammer and it, Captain Marvel doesn't flinch, flinch and and he goes I like this one is what he says that's the entire scene and everybody's like oh those two are gonna fuck and I'm like why <laughs> <laughs> nothing in that says that that's what's gonna happen if there was a man standing in front of Thor and Thor did that, and he was like, I like this one. You would go, oh, good, they're bestie friends now. Well, no, I would think they were about to fuck, but that's because I've been trained to, like, look for coded messages in media. Right. Uh, And, like, there's a big part of me that's like, I would rather they didn't have sex. I would really rather that didn't happen. Is that just... Can can Captain Marvel just, like, do cool shit? Can that just, like... (laughs) Can that just happen? <laughs> no? Ah. I'm I'm excited for the, like, 56th Marvel movie, where it's basically just a soap opera. Like, all the characters' relationships to each other, and they only fight evil to, like, progress the soap opera stories. I'm really excited about that. I think you're thinking of a Civil War. <laughs> oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> I was like... God. Like I haven't seen any of these like movies. Like Civil so War, know. or there's also another one that's it's like Christine Ultron, Age of, Age of Ultron. Oh my God, that's pretty much just like, hey, let's get together and stand around and cry for a little bit, just a couple of us, and then let's fight this thing, and then let's stand around and cry for a little bit. And I'm like, oh my God. Anyway, that is all my hot and bothered. That's a lot. It's <laughs> <That's> dumb. <laughs> Neil. Yes. It's got you hot and bothered. Weddings. Weddings? Yeah. I, I'm i going to a couple weddings this year, and I'm not opposed to weddings, but just, like, everything that goes into it. Like, it's so much. Yeah. Like, uh, like all the parties, all the presents we have to be buying for people, <laughs> and just, like, it costs so much. And I know, like, it costs a lot of money to put on a wedding, so you want to invite people so you get presents. It's like a return on investment kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's why you get married. Right. Well, yeah. That's exactly why you get married. Because then the government's like, oh, you can joint file your taxes and like... Let me tell you what, that is not helpful. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'm sure at one point it used to be, but it is not anymore. <laughs> but it's it's like, you get married, really, for all the, the like quote, official things that go along with that. Mm -hmm. That's just like, oh, society, the government officially acknowledges that these two people are joined and they can, like, open bank accounts with each other and all this dumb... Anyway. um, And I feel like a lot of the traditions that we've carried on are just, like, meaningless. Like, the bridal shower. 
I know, like, traditionally, it was basically so that the women in the family could be like, okay, well, you're moving into a new house <laughs> with this person for the first time. Here's, like, the hope chest and new linens and things that you'll need for your house. And here's what sex is, because right. nobody's told you this yet. Right. And it's like, yeah, I can understand, like, wanting, like, the women in your family to, like, sit down and have a frank conversation. Like, this is what marriage is. Do that over a brunch. You don't need a party with presents, honestly. <laughs> and then, like, you get people wedding gifts because they're moving into a new house together. That's hardly true anymore. Yeah. I, I'm all for people who are like, oh, give us money. Just, like, give us money that's, like, a down payment on a new house or that we can put towards the honeymoon or something like I'm like, sure. I don't need to buy you a fucking blender. You both have jobs. <laughs> get your own goddamn blender. Like, ugh. <laughs> It's, I, I don't think it needs to be such a thing, you know? And, like, um, friends of mine went to a wedding, I think it was a couple years ago. It was, like, a three-day thing, and mm-hmm. each day was, like, chock-a-block of activities. Each activity had its own dress code. Dang. And, like, some people were invited to the whole weekend. Some people were only invited to the actual ceremony. Some people were only invited to, like, the brunch on Sunday kind of thing. Like, it was a whole... Th- and just, like... We don't need it. Nobody needs that. <laughs> Not a single human being needs all of that. Just no. to be like, I'm changing my last name or not, or I'm hyphenating now, or like, we are continuing to live together. And if we're following society's dictate for us, we're probably going to be popping out a kid pretty soon. <laughs> like, I don't, I, uh, I mean, like, yes, yeah, celebrate love. Like, have a big party with all your friends. Be like, hey, we're like bringing together, we're starting a new family and all that stuff. Because two people can be a family. Like, we're starting a family and you love us and we love all of you. And just like, we want to be together and celebrate all that together. That's fine. I don't need to give you presents, honestly. <laughs> Um, I think the, so far, uh, I'm invited to two weddings and both, I don't think both of those weddings are no presents, please. So one of, one of them, one of the ones I'm going to is here's the gift registry or you can put in for the honeymoon. Ah. Either one. I'm like, sure. Great. That's fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll like put down 50 bucks for you to go to. I don't know, Key Largo or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think one, of, both of them are kind of destination-y weddings. Mm. So, well, uh, one's in a national park, mm-hmm. and that should be very lovely and yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they know you're spending money to do that, so there's like, yeah, you don't have to like. And this is a party weekend because when are all these people going to get together and party? Again? Right, right, right. And if it's like. Out in the middle of nowhere, like if people have to travel to yeah. get there, like yeah, they'll want to spend more time there, and I can understand that. Yeah, and the, the other one is uh, in Las Vegas, and that one is also like no presents. You're coming. It'll and- take 15 minutes in and out. Go to the slots. Go to the buffet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And we're like bar hopping, so that one's also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, neither of those ones. I don't. I think it's been a long time since I've been to a wedding where we were asked to bring presents to the wedding or that we were required to partake in the registry mm-hmm. or where I felt it was necessary. Like, yeah. it's been a really long time. But again, I think I am going to a lot more weddings where it's people who are in their 30s or 40s. 
And they're just like, eh, eh. Yeah. I don't need it. Yeah, when my college friends were getting married, and it was them for setting up house, mm-hmm. absolutely give them a blender. They for sure have nothing. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah, but also, like, if you're all fresh out of college, nobody has money for a blender. Well, I mean, that's what, you know, you're spending your money on is helping other people get started. (laughs) Anyway, let's talk about some books, shall we? Let's talk about some books. Ivy-educated veterinarian Tess Bamberger leaves suburbia for new adventure in Green Junction, Colorado. Rural ranch work is tough, but satisfying. It's her attraction to Jake that finds her in one debacle after another. Tess has always been confident and carefree, but suddenly her dreams seem to be eluding her. Divorced single dad rancher Jake McGreer is accustomed to hard hits. He resists the allure of the talented, flirtatious new vet, but Tess fits in seamlessly with ranch life. She stitches up his favorite quarter horse and mends his daughter's broken heart. His daughter adores her. His friends want a wedding, but her parents are certain he's up to no good. Oh, there's an unnecessary apostrophe in parents. (laughs) Will the vixen veterinarian decide that Jake is her one true love? So that was uh, Crashing into Tess McGreer's number one by Lily Christine. Claire, (gasps) tell me about this book. Okay, I want to say, first off, um, I had really high hopes when I started this book. Mm-hmm. Like, for some reason, the writing and everything, it just felt like I was like, oh, I'm going to like this. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy it. Like, it just felt mm-hmm. like, oh, here's a lady who's in charge, and here's, like, a dude who's actually interesting, and, like, they're, they're coming from different angles, and they're going to crash into each other. Great. Okay? Like, literally. They're literally coming from different angles and crash into each other. And honestly, I feel like I can pinpoint the exact moment it all went awry, which is very strange. But anyway, so Tess is coming in from... Philadelphia, where she mm-hmm. grew up. <laughs> it's also where Christine grew up, listeners. Hi. So she's very excited. Uh, water. And we will be bringing in Christine opinions on some of this because I got really pissed off. Hey. <laughs> so, uh, Tess is coming in from Philadelphia. She's taken a job in middle of nowhere, Colorado. Mm-hmm. She drove. Right, she drove. She do- drove cross country uh, with all of her stuff. Uh, found a dog halfway there and like like it was abandoned on the side of the road and because she's a veterinarian she's like yeah cool let's do this and the dog's like yep I'm on board <laughs> and um <laughs> And one of the things that I really liked about the book and the way it started out, like, she was having a really hard time finding a radio station she liked. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as she got the dog, Rhiannon started to play on on the radio. And she's like, well, obviously your your name is Rhiannon. And I'm like, yes. Yes, name your dog after a Fleetwood Mac song. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on board. Yeah, and just like, yeah, you have the chutzpah to leave everything behind, to chase this new adventure by yourself, driving cross country. Good for you, girl. Yeah. You're educated. You're up for adventure. You don't know what you want, and you know you don't know what she wants, so you're out to find yourself. Right, and she makes a mistake right away in that she's driving cross-country, and she decides she's so close to the town that she's supposed to be in, she's not even going to stop in Colorado Springs for overnight. She's just going to keep on driving all Mm -hmm. the way through. But it's very late, and she really should have stopped because... 
sleepy driving. And snowy. And snowy. And it's a little snowy. Um, meanwhile, our man Jake is at a bar, uh, drinking and complaining about his life a little bit. But he's not actually drinking that much. He's only had one beer. Mm-hmm. And he's mostly hanging out at a bar because that's where his friend works. And he's going to help her clean up afterwards. She's the best. She's great. And then um, our girl, Tess, skids on some ice is also a little sleepy, comes off an off-ramp that is obviously the worst off-ramp ever in the world, yeah. and um, goes right through it, blows right through a stop sign because she's lost control of her car, and Jake plows right into her with his big old farmer's truck. He is immediately distraught. Mm-hmm. Like, holy fuck, holy fuck, what did I do? And she's immediately kind of incapacitated, just like, sleepy. Her airbag doesn't go off because she's got a really shitty car. And so so he's got to help her out, and he does all the right things. Like, he, he does- doesn't open the door. He doesn't touch her. He doesn't, like, he calls 911 right away. Mm-hmm. They're, they're country roads, middle of nowhere, so it's going to be a long time anyway. But he doesn't take her out of the car. And then as she wakes up, he's like, good, can you, you need to turn off your car. You need to see, can you get out of your car? He's not going, he doesn't like try to force her out. Mm -hmm. Like she's, she's like, yeah, I think I can move still. And he's like, for now, you still have to be very careful because you could still injure yourself. This is all true. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yes, yes. And, and she's coherent. She's coming back around and finally like police and fire people show up and they're able to like all work together she's a little out of it still and she's like no I don't need to go to the hospital and he's like yeah yeah you do you 100% have to go to the hospital and the EMTs are like yes Yes, you do. <laughs> like, we, we legally cannot force you to, but you should definitely go to a hospital. Right. And she's like, but my car has all my possessions in the whole world. And this is my dog. And he's like, I will take care of it. Obviously, we're going to work this out. This is fine. And he meets her up at the hospital. All of this has gone right. And I'm like, this is a really interesting meet. He's obviously a rancher. She's a city girl. Like, there was a car accident, but she's in charge of her life. She's a person who's not a fucking idiot. Mm -hmm. He's not a fucking idiot. This is going to be great. I was fucking into this. And then, (laughs) (laughs) the next day, as she's leaving the hospital... There's a moment, and I didn't mind it too much, where she kind of wa- looks at him, like, walking in front of her, and she's like, that, that rancher dude has a nice butt. And I'm like, this is fine, because she's yeah, in a wheelchair. Sure, sure. He's That's eyeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine with me. He helps her out of his car, because he's going to help her all day, because she's incapacitated a yeah. little bit, and he's a super nice dude. And as she's getting out of the car, very suddenly, and without any character... It back up. He's just like she is so hot. Look at those beautiful curls. Look at that, and he just like goes into like a long description of how fucking hot she is mm-hmm. and how much he wants to have sex with her. And it's like, what? <laughs> because she's vulnerable. Yep. Yeah. And honestly, he has to take care of her. Yes. Yeah. The whole rest. And he is obsessed with her hair. Yeah, obsessed with it. She has these blonde, like, ringlets almost. Yeah. And there'd be, like, they'd be talking, and he would just, like, just casually touch her curls. I'm just like, gross, dude! Yeah. Also, 
that hair is probably really hard to keep up. And oily hands all over it isn't helping her at all. No, don't touch someone's hair. I mean, I can absolutely 100%, you know, I'm attracted to this and that's cute, whatever. But, like, that's all he thinks about when he's... Except for the fact that, okay, so finally they're on the road together and they're Mm. having small talk. Why are you coming here? Oh, it's to work at the veterinarian's office. He doesn't assume she's a vet. He assumes that she came all the way from Philly to be a, like office admin or something for a vet's office. Yeah. No, nobody moves And she that. realizes it and she's like, that's interesting. I'm going to keep hanging out with him. Yeah. Boy. No, and then he's like, oh, you, I don't know if you're going to like it out here. Here's a fair statement. You may not understand how tiny this town is and how insular is going to feel after being in the big city and mm-hmm. you had access to all these other things and now you're not going to have access to them anymore. That's fair. Right. Unfair. You don't know how cold things can get. Hey, Christine. Yeah. How cold does it get in Philly? Oh, real cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real cold. <laughs> we have blizzards and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> real fucking cold. Yeah. And he treats her like she's never experienced cold before. Oh. Are you familiar with snow tires? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You are familiar with and snow tires. And I don't tires. even have a car. Right. But I know what they are. Yes. Yes. Because uh. um, uh, is it cold in Philly? Yeah. yeah it's real Why fucking cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all the time, like all the time, like one of the first things he'd bring up is like, well, it gets real cold out here. And I'm like, yeah, it yeah. gets real cold she's in Philly. She's fucking coast. <laughs> Finally, at the end of the book, it sort of brings up because she's going shopping with her mom for their like annual new coat buy because it's cold in Philly. Right, right. <laughs> and granted, when they go buy coats, it's like fashion coats, and that's not what she needs. Right, she's going to be you know out with animals and things. Is Philly flat? I mean, compared to San Francisco with the hills. Okay. Yeah. So I could yeah. see him being like, oh, hey, like you're not used to driving in the mountains because they're like yeah. up in the mountains and be like, especially the with the ice. Are right there. Everybody from Philly knows what the Poconos are. Okay. Never mind then. Honestly. Yeah. He's an idiot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Big Sounds city, like. like being like away <laughs> from all the good foods or whatever mm-hmm. is fine because there does seem to be only two restaurants in this teeny town and one of them seems to be a very good Italian restaurant. Well, <laughs> it's the Italian restaurant. Right, it's the Italian restaurant, but it's also very good. Look, I've been, I don't know if it's good. They just eat there every day. Well, she says it's good. Oh, because, that's pretty true. She yeah, says she it's says like her it Nona makes. Like her Nona makes. And I'm going to have to say this. Uh, I've been to tiny towns. Mm, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what. It's not any fault of the person who's running that restaurant. It's a supply problem. It is mm-hmm. very hard to get fresh foods. It is very hard to get fresh foods cheap. It is very hard to get anything that's not bulk items you can have forever. Mm-hmm. In Rest- a mountain. Yeah, in, yeah, um, yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Tiny towns like that, the food isn't good. <laughs> Sorry, tiny towns. Your food's not good. <laughs> like the, the one time that they talk about food there, I'm like, yeah, that probably does taste good, is when they're doing game. And, like, oh, it's, it's yeah, stuff they yeah, just yeah. hunted for. I'm like, yeah, I bet that shit's good. Yeah. You know why? Because it's fresh. Because it's game. You can't get anything else. <laughs> no. Um, no. No, 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 <laughs> Like, oh, well, I, I trust them to have fresh meat and cheese because they have dairy. Well, depending if they do dairy. 
like not yeah. every not every yeah. like farm is I'm going sh- to do dairy. That's true. And a lot of places that do have dairy farms, often that's all shipped off. Especially mm-hmm. since it's like big conglomerates now. Yeah. Like unless you have a small time dairy person, and a lot of those are in, like like honestly back east. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like out here it's like in california it's easier but out there in the middle of nowhere it is super hard to reserve anything for yourself for local restaurants yeah i will say everyone in the town is super nice yeah well except Except for for vicky Vicky and her (laughs) bitchy friends oh god okay anyway blah 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 here's the thing tess is great tess is actually not okay hold on okay Tess is a very good veterinarian. She yes. knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She wants to work with large farm animals. Like, mm-hmm. that was a whole reason she came out here, which is yeah. a very good reason to do that. And to get away from her controlling parents. And to get away from her controlling parents, who are very controlling. Yeah. Uh, she's 26. There was a fun joke where he asks her how old she is, and she's like, I'm 18. And he freaks out, and I freaked out. I read that part of the book. I was like, What? And then she's like, I'm just kidding, I'm 26. I don't, I, I'm, a, I'm a veterinarian. <laughs> like, I went to school for a long time. <laughs> and he's like, oh, right, 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 right. right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you do look younger. She's like, I get that. And I'm like, that was an unnecessary thing to throw in there. It's, it's code for us to know that she's pretty. Oh, my God. Because only young people are pretty. Yeah, with their golden ringlets. Right. Anyway, she's a very competent person. I really wanted her to open up a salon and call it Tessa's Tresses. (laughs) She's that's not what happens. Yeah, she's a very competent person Mm -hmm. who does, and everybody who meets her uh, who's not Vicky likes her right away. Yeah, and she likes them. They're all very welcoming. Yeah, everybody's great. Um, And The town's social calendar is very bizarre. Like their 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 big culminating Christmas party is like the tree lighting ceremony. Yeah, it's like the week before Thanksgiving or something very bizarre. It's super weird. Why is that bizarre? That's what we do before Thanksgiving. No, no, they do they did their tree lighting ceremony right after Thanksgiving. Like it's Thanksgiving and then they do the tree lighting oh, ceremony. Maybe there was another thing too. Like I don't know. It all just seemed like the Halloween party and the tree lighting were like. Right next to each other. Because another thing, too, is... So she committed to working at this vet's office for a year. Right. And so we're like, okay, so this book is going to take course over... Or take place over the course of a year. Oh, I was also looking forward to that. And it it does not. It goes day by day for the first, like, three quarters of the book. (sighs) And I'm just like, why? But she still goes to the Halloween party and the tree lighting ceremony and Thanksgiving at the aunt's house and all of these things. And I'm just like... What? So we followed her very closely for the first, like, two weeks, and now it's Thanksgiving. And then it's fast forward. And honest to God, like, so his, uh, Jake's whole problem is that he doesn't want to fall in love with somebody who's here temporarily, which is Which is fair. Fair. Especially because he has a daughter. Yes, especially because he has a daughter, and it's like, I don't want my daughter to get attached to somebody who's just going to leave. And the other thing is, though, he's a controlling dick who really just wants ev- who wants to tell everybody what their business is he, all yeah. the time. It's instead of being afraid that she'll realize that she doesn't like being out of the big city, he's he tells her 
you're gonna go back to the big city. You don't like it here. Blah blah. I'm just like, and to be dude, fair, shut up. The whole time she's like, why does he keep saying this to me? I know. She <laughs> when for a lot of the book, she's kind of like, eh, kind of wishy washy. And then there's a certain point where she's like, I'm sick of this shit. Yeah. And and then he it he was like one of my favorite tell-offs in any I, book I we've ever had because so it was good. like three pages of her yelling at him. I mean, should, and the the ranch hand just sort of like awkwardly standing yeah. to the side, being like, "I don't want to get involved." I love that so <laughs> because like the whole book, he's like, "You're gonna leave. This town isn't good enough for you. You have to go off and do better things. You're a city girl who doesn't understand what living out in the country is like." And the whole time, she's like. I'm a really super good veterinarian. I want to work with big animals. This is exactly what I want to do. And he's the, like, I'm just going to get this clinic. Yeah, this is exactly the type of life I want. And yeah. immediately it's like, oh my god, look at my adorable like apartment I'm living in. Look at this great thing. The apartment sounded really nice. Oh my god, it did. It it's a great. room in like an old Victorian house. She's got a like, cloth with bathtub. I know. So the 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 vet is Doc. Harness, uh-huh. Harns, something. Yeah. His wife and Alice, who works, who's like a nurse, but also an admin at the vet clinic. The two of them work together to like find an apartment for her and all this stuff. And it's this gorgeous apartment. Mm-hmm. With a I did also appreciate that everybody had to have at least two jobs because it's a tiny town. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You have yeah. to have more than one job. Yeah. <laughs> Alice works at the vet office, and then at night, her husband owns a bar, so she works at the bar, and yeah. And then does other small things around town. She was so great. She was... I loved her so much. Alice was super nice. She was very, like... Because she was the one who was like, so B, Doc's wife, is trying to get the doc to retire, so if this year works out, he's going to offer you the practice. If you don't want to stay after the year, that's fine. Just tell us as soon as you know that so we can figure it out. Like, she's, like, very level mm-hmm. with Tess all the time. And she's just like, I, there's no reason to not talk about this so we can all make informed adult decisions. Right. Like, yes, Alice. I, lo- I love that. Right. And even Tess, like, when she's, like, feels comfortable enough saying so to Jake, she's like, oh, I've been offered the practice. And I don't know. I might take it, but I might mm-hmm. not. I haven't decided yet. And Jake's like, don't take it. You won't take it. You're, of course not. You're not going to take it. You're going to do something better. And she's like... Why does he not want me to stay? Yeah. Because also, like, surely a vet would want their own practice. And, like, the hard work of setting it up is already done. Yeah. And the everyone in the town knows her and loves her and knows that she's a capable yeah. vet. So it's not... Like, it's, it's there. And she can grow it and do whatever she wants with it. And run it for three years. And then if she doesn't want to, she can bring in another vet to take it over. Like Also, even if she does go, who's... Like, of course he's going to say because it's his ranch and he loves his ranch. Mm-hmm. But, like, who's to say that they ha- can't, like, have some part of their relationship be a little long distance and she can travel? Like, who knows, like, what her life is going to do? Like, I know. Like, what are you doing, guy? And so she's like, I don't know where this is going, but I want to kiss this guy's mouth. And I'm going to do it. <laughs> and I he's like, put my lips on what is she playing with my heart? Like, oh. uh, he did say, though, that he... he tends to fall in love with women very quickly. Mm-hmm. So when he started being a complete idiot, I was like, okay, you told me you were going to do it and now you're doing it. I believe you. Yeah, you have to believe people when they say what they are. Yeah. But like, I would... I, I, it just got so frustrated, frustrating how 
how controlling he was. <laughs> Which is what brings us together. Which brings today. us together today. Like it just got so frustrating how controlling he was with her or wanted to be, and then like so not give her information as well. And the whole bit. I mean, like we veered away from an actual plot from a plot synopsis, but at one point she has to go back home because her dad has a heart attack. Yeah. And the whole time... She's there for, like, three weeks? Yeah, something like that. And she she meets up with an old professor of hers who's offer, who offers her, like, a research position at the school that she just graduated from, which could, like, very easily lead to a teaching position. If that's what she wants. And she's like, maybe that's what I want to do. And that's the thing that I did appreciate about this book, is that she was like, I'm just out of school. I know I want to be a vet. I don't know what that looks like. I'm still figuring that out. And that's what... The, the trip out to Colorado was, or mm-hmm. trip, the stint out in Colorado. It was like, this sounds like it's something I might enjoy. I'm going to try it. So she's just, like, weighing her options, like someone fresh out of school does, right. which I really appreciate. Um, and the whole time that she's back in Philly with her family, Jake doesn't talk to her. No. And when she talks to him, when she gets back and talks to him about it, he's like, oh, I was just giving you space. Fuck off. Right. Uh, which is fair if she had never contacted him. Right. But she texted him mm-hmm. and called him a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And every time she texted or called him, it was with the, I'm really feeling I need some support. Please call me. <laughs> and he never did. He never did. And so He's so this is great. And then he wad. doesn't talk to her for a long time. And finally, she has to come out to the ranch to help with something. And he's like, well, like I, I thought this would give us an opportunity to talk. And she's like, fuck you. She's like, I'm at work, guy. Yeah, this is me. A, I'm at work. B, you had your chance. Yeah. And you have Ugh. to talk to me when you had... And he's like, but like, I didn't want you to get so close to my daughter and then just leave. She's like, that's fair. Talk to me right. about it. Also, it's it's a little late for that because she yeah. hit bond right away. Right away, right. So. And, uh, but she, her her other point is like, yeah, people bond with each other. That's fine, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? We can still be friends if we decide to not be romantically involved. That's also fine, guy. Yeah. Except the thing is, if you're going to be my friend, you have to be my friend, dude. Yeah. Anyway. Can we talk about Jackie? Yes. No, Vicky. 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 Right. And how she was a cartoon villain. Yes. Vicky is his ex-wife who has a custody of their daughter. They have joint custody. They have joint custody, but she is like majority custody. Yeah, I think he has like every other weekend or something. And and Thursdays. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, she is addicted Nobody to... Nobody likes her. Nobody likes her. She's Nobody also addicted to pain her. pills. Yeah. Obviously. She steals from the vet's office because she's the doctor's wife's niece. Something like Something that. Something like that. And everyone's fault she sm- comes to help out. Small town. Yeah. And, uh, and she's obviously completely negligent of her, jo- of her, of her daughter. Uh-huh. And, uh, she... she wants to get back to California. Right. And she cartoon hates Jake. Yeah. Yeah. And, like... And Tess. And, yeah, everything's their fault all the time. And, like, to the point that she had... Explain to me what happened at the party. I will. Because I I didn't understand. Okay, here's... Okay, wait, wait, wait. Here's what I... Okay. Here's what I think happened. Okay, great. So, there's this party where they're serving lots of meat. Mm -hmm. And... And it's the whole town. And uh, our girl Tess and Jake are having rough times, so they're not Mm -hmm. really talking to each other right now. And... Tess is thinking about not staying 
because mm-hmm. of how weird it is with Jake. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I don't know what to do. But she, like, super dresses up to try to, like, maybe get him to at least talk to her a little bit. Yeah. So she's looking super fine. Being introduced to all the young men in the town. Right, being introduced to... And he's getting super jealous. He is. Even though he, like, refuses to acknowledge her until she's done talking to... I kind of wanted her to end up with one of the red-headed brothers. Mm -hmm. Because they sounded real hot, but not interesting. And so, the whole time, Vicky and her crew of mean girls Uh are... Who, of course, look real tacky. Who look real tacky are whispering to each other, stew hair? Yep. Stew hair. Stew hair? Stew and they hair. mouth at her. They're like, stew hair. Stew hair. And she's like, I don't have stew in my hair. What are they say- talking There's about? There's no food out. What the fuck are you talking like, about? And stew hair, stew hair, stew hair. And then, near the end of the party, um, our girl slips in some stew that was spilled on the floor. No, she's tripped. She's tripped. She gets tripped and at somebody... Like, put stew on the ground. One of the mean girls put stew on the ground and tripped her so that she fell into the stew to right. get it all in her hair. Right. And she also broke her arm. And she broke her arm. I, at that point, because I was bored of the whole her and Jake thing, I wanted the rest <laughs> of this book to be her systematically destroying the lives of these four women. Yeah. That would have been a lot more interesting. Yeah. Because nobody likes them. Nobody likes them. I'm surprised they haven't been run out but of town. But the whole stew hair thing, I was like, what? 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 Stew hair. Stew hair. I also don't know why they're saying stew hair. <laughs> <laughs> Until she falls into the stew and gets stew hair. But even then, I was like, that. okay, one, that was some long-term planning by those girls. Yeah. Also, Before the party. And okay, imagine this, Neil. Yes. You yes. are friends with a woman. Um... Hard to imagine. Okay, okay. But you and a bunch of you are in the parking lot getting (laughs) ready. Me and a bunch of me. Me and a bunch of you are in this parking lot getting Uh ready to go into a party. Uh And you go, you know what? I hate that bitch. Do you know what we should do? What? Stew hair. Like, like we did to that other bitch last time. Right. Maybe like, that's their go-to. The stew hair plan. <laughs> but they can only do it at the game party. <laughs> and it was like, what? And they could have tripped her at any moment. Yeah. Well, because they're jealous of her beautiful golden ringlet. I guess. I don't know. Stew hair. Stew it's hair. for forever. I was like, for pages and pages of them whispering stew hair at her. And I'm like, honestly, it also makes no sense to me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> th- it's the dumbest thing. It's the dumbest thing. But it's... But it's uh, exactly the type of thing somebody addicted to pain pills would come up with. So. <laughs> guys, we're going to Oh my god, let's do like we're in high school. I know. Well, they probably still are in their brains. Yeah, I just wanted the rest of this book to be a revenge book. Yeah, but it the stew hair incident brings everybody together because after that she's got a broken arm and then she talks to Jake and they have their thing out and then they talk to each other and not only that then she's able to tell Jake that she thinks that Vicky's on pain pills he tells his attorney they're able to go back to court he gets full custody of his daughter because she's she has been stealing pain pills which Mm -hmm. is totes bad and uh, she loses custody she has to go into rehab and um, Jake and Tess are like oh so we're fine now Yes, let's be together. Okay. Okay, great. And then the book ends with, like, Vicky sends Tess an apology letter. Yeah. Barf. Um, 
All those emails? All those emails. Oh. This book was broken up by emails between Tess and her sister Jess. Sam. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish it was Jess now. Uh, Tess and Sam and Tess and, Tess her, and parents. her parents. But they all recount what just happened and right. then skip important scenes. Yes. They're like, oh, and then this and this was what happened. And it's just like, right. And then the way her parents like try to get their hands fingers into her life is after she has the accident, she doesn't tell her parents, but they end up getting the insurance information. So mm-hmm. then they sue Jake because it looks like from the insurance that Jake is at fault, uh-huh. uh, even though he wasn't. And a crooked cop gave him a breathalyzer. And, right. Like forged it so that it looked like he was even though the cop just kept being like he was that this this level but it's still below the legal it's limit it's still below the legal limit so, so it was what actually are you fine. doing guy yeah it was Ugh. and and so then jake's pissed is like why are you suing me and why didn't you even tell me you were going to sue me we could have just talked about it she's like yeah don't i seem like the type of person that would have just talked about it with you <laughs> I, I like to talk about things in about 150 pages. I hope you remember that when you decide we don't need to talk about things. Nope, you didn't remember that. Oh, yeah. well. Well, and... We're together again. It's fine. Jake kept saying, like, you were such an amazing person who's like the steamroller who just, like, says everything she's thinking. And I'm like, Jake, you are surrounded by women who do that. Yeah. Alice does that. Your aunt, grandmother, Olivia. mother person does that. Like, all of the women in your life do that yeah why are you constantly shocked by this woman who's exactly like all the other women you love while just like pulling on her hair just like gently sprunging curls while he's trying to have a conversation with her see here's the thing here Tess this is why you shouldn't date people when you're a city girl and they're a country boy is because it's not because you're a city girl it's because this country boy has apparently never met anybody from any place bigger than where he's from I know like ugh also, author, it's called Philadelphia. <laughs> Every time that came up, I was so pissed. I was like, she knows what cold is, dude. She's <laughs> not going to be surprised. Well, he is dumb and doesn't assume that women are capable, despite the fact that almost every woman in his life is very, very capable. capable. Including his six-year-old daughter. Yeah, who is very smart. Who's super smart, very emotionally mature, and a very good horseback rider. Yeah, the author kept setting up. Uh, like, I for sure thought there was going to be a horse riding accident. Because mm-hmm. the author sets up, like, this horse doesn't, like, uh, kind of bucks a little bit when I'm not in the pen with my daughter and that horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, she always tries to get on the horse without anybody being around. Um, and she always wants to be on it. I was like, oh, the thing that's going to bring these two people together is uh, the daughter's going to have a horse riding accident. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tess is going to be there to save the daughter. Mm-hmm. No, it was stew hair. It was stew hair. <laughs> Saved by the stew hair. Stew hair. Oh, my next evil plot is going to be stew hair. <laughs> <laughs> but like chowder hair. Chowder hair. Chowder hair. Chowder hair. Chowder hair. Oh god. <laughs> it's cold in Philadelphia, y'all. All right, I think that's it. <laughs> Hey listeners of FMK Lit, are you dying to talk about your menstrual cycle? Do you want to share the pain of period cramps? Are you constantly imitating the sound your menstrual cup makes when you take it out of your vagina? Like this? 
Wow. That's the one. Wouldn't it be nice to have more people to talk to about all that stuff? Well, now you do. Check out Vicious Cycle, the podcast about periods and the people who get them. It's like a gossipy sleepover with your three new best friends, Meg, Kate, and Meg. That's us. We are here to demystify, bitch about, and laugh at our periods. We do research, interview fellow bleeders, and we make up dumb songs all about menstruation. So check us out on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. And remember, keep calm and bleed everywhere. Only See You, Only Colorado, Book Two, by J.D. Chambers. I may not be every gay man's wet dream, but I will always get a second look. How do you say Mal's last name, do you think? Mal Copol? Sure. Mal Copol knows who they are. Non-binary. Awesome. Exhausted. They won't change for anyone, but just once, they'd like to be the one uh, the one with relationship potential, not the hookup. Also, not having to fight employers on who they are and how they present themselves would be nice. And while they're at it, add not getting raised eyebrows at their high heels and their tasteful makeup while discussing their latest rock climbing trip to the wish list. Is that really too much to ask? Here I am at 27, Embarking on Life, version 2.0. Parker Williams is breaking free from the constraints of his former life and wife. He's recapturing his zest to try on new things and experience everything to the fullest, instead of the complacency he's fallen into over the past nine years. If one of those, quote, new experiences, unquote, happens to be with a certain beautiful and intriguing non-binary person, well... Parker's just going to roll with it. Anything contrary to his past life is a good thing. Mal and Parker keep surprising each other uh, every time they meet. Despite their differences, neither has any interest in fighting their attraction. But when circumstances threaten to keep them apart, the couple must decide if that attraction is enough to overcome the obstacles they face. That's what the book says it's about. Mm -hmm. Neil, what is this book about? I mean that. Yeah. The end. Good night. Thank you for coming. <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay, so this book uh, is the one we knew was going to be in Colorado. And the other one was Surprise in Colorado. Oh, it was. I yeah. thought you did that on purpose. No. Oh. Uh, I, I, if, if I did, I forgot <laughs> that the other one was in Colorado. So, so like, the, the, the secret theme, theme is Colorado. The secret theme is Colorado! Exclamation point. <laughs> Come to Colorado. Um, and this is also, it's not like tiny town Colorado, but it's a, a smaller town in Colorado. Yeah, it is. Um, but it, it's, yeah, it's part of like this, from what I assume, I think anyway, it's like, so there's Colorado Springs and Colorado Springs leads right up to Denver. And like that whole area is full of tiny towns, mm-hmm. but they're so interconnected. It's almost like they're suburbs of Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. kind of where I assume it takes place. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, so um, Mal, which I think is a terrible name. Because <laughs> I'm just like, oh, that means bad in so many romantic languages. Right. And like we have the, the prefix in uh, English, uh-huh. Mal. Anyway, um, so Mal is a graphic designer... Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and an outdoors person. Oh, very much an outdoors person. Like extreme biking, extreme climbing, extreme hiking, all that business. Um, 
and non-binary and all these great things. Like they they felt like such a complete person. They did. Like a and they seem super fun to hang out with, by the way. Oh yeah. I would have loved to have been <laughs> at that dinner pa- party. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mal will be like, oh I wore heels to work today. But I'm go like hitching up my dirt bike to just go sure whatever. Like yeah. I can't keep up, but sure. Um the book starts with Mal is helping their friend Craig move in with their boyfriend Zach. And at one point Mal is like, Oh my god, your couple name is Crack. <laughs> I loved how I loved how they wouldn't let that go, but they kept forgetting to tell other people. I know, but then at the <laughs> but then at the very end at the dinner party they bring it up and everyone's like, Oh my god, that's hilarious, you guys are crack. <laughs> and Mal's like, Yeah, come on. <laughs> so good. Um and while Craig is moving out, uh, Zach's cousin, Parker, is moving into Craig's old bedroom. Yep. Uh, to live with Craig's overmade Ben. Ben sounds like the worst. Oh my god. Ben was... Ben was the worst. Ben I mean... the worst. Ben sounds like he is somebody you have to have a taste for. <laughs> yeah. But not even just, like, not fun to hang out with, but just, like, the worst roommate ever. Yeah, he was... Because Ben would always be like, oh, Craig used to put his towels over here. It's like, what am I supposed to do with that information, guy? Yeah. I'm going to put my towels wherever the fuck I want. And then when, and then Ben went on a date with Mal. <clears throat> and was terrible. It was a terrible date. Oh, which is sad because Mal was like, oh, that guy's super hot. And then pretty soon it was like... This guy's acting like a dick. Oh, he can't stand up anymore. I need to make sure that he gets home. But that's when Parker blew Mal, and it all worked out right. <laughs> anyway, so um, Parker is in the midst of a divorce from his wife, Shelby. And something that I appreciated about Parker and Shelby is I understood why they got married in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not a great person, but he says several times that when they were when they first got together, she was unflinchingly supportive of him and everything that he did. Right. And she would just, like, constantly talk him up to everyone that would listen. And then slowly over the years, it became the exact opposite, that, like, nothing he did was good enough, whatever. Whereas with um, Jake and Vicky, like... I never knew why they got married. Vicky didn't have one single redeeming quality. Oh, they got married because Vicky got pregnant. Oh. Yeah. Like, he liked her and was on board, but it's because he, like... sticking it to her. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, he just fell in love so fast, but also (laughs) she got pregnant, and I will never not be convinced, no matter, like, that it wasn't on purpose. Oh, yeah. And then she felt trapped. Right. Because he comes from money. Sorry. We, like... Already finished that book. Yeah. <laughs> when when Vicky was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get all Jake's money," I was like, "Does he have money? He has a lot of money. He comes a lot from of money." Anyway, okay. Like the road is named after them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to Mal and Parker. So Parker, because he's going through this divorce, has decided to move in, to uh, move to this whatever part of Colorado. Right. <clears throat> They're in sort of like get the job that he wants instead of the job that he was sort of expected to have. Like, a job that... He used to have this job that he didn't care about, but was stable and would be able for him to support a family for when he and Shelby decided to have kids and blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, wait, this is a really terrible relationship. So I'm gonna 
leave now. Right. Well, it's because she turned into a cartoon villain. She did turn into a cartoon villain. I, and I would say she is more cartoony than Vicky was, because at least Vicky had, like, an addiction to lean on, and, like... Yeah, but it kind of Shelby was just fucking insane. Shelby was just kind of <laughs> crazy. Anyway, so, um... We, we alluded to Mal and Ben, Parker's new roommate, go on a date, and Ben is stupid and weird for no reason and then gets so drunk that he can't stand up anymore right so then and at this point mal and parker have been like oh yeah mal's like oh yeah i go dirt biking and all this cool stuff and parker's like oh i used to do that like i'm new to the area can you like show me the good trails or whatever and just like hey i have this great new friend that i already kind of know because they're friends with my cousin and so great i'm gonna like build a support network for myself um so Mal and Ben are out on their date. Mal has to like take Ben home and then go upstairs. And be like to Parker, I need help getting him up these stairs yeah. because he is dead weight. <laughs> and then um, so the two of them get Ben into bed and they just kind of like throw him into the bed and leave him there. <laughs> oh, Mal is great. Takes off Ben's shoes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and then Mal and Parker are hanging out. And Mal's just like, oh, I just had the worst date because of this and this. And Parker's like, oh, that sounds awful. That's weird. Like, why would he do that? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I didn't want to put up with this. And Parker's like, no, that's fair. Dick in mouth. Like, <laughs> it was just kind of out of nowhere. And then Parker's just like blowing Mal. And Mal's like, but this guy's straight, right? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, and then it's weird between them, of course. And then um, Mal gets fired because the design firm's biggest client is this guy who comes into town once every so often from, like, Arkansas or somewhere. He's, like, a conservative cartoon version of a cowboy, essentially. And he complains about Mal basically being, like, quote, a dude in makeup or whatever. So then Mal gets fired. Yep. And um, Parker brings up a very good point. He's like, that's illegal. And Mal's like... Yeah, but like, is it even worth it? Also, I don't have a job. I can't afford a lawyer right now. Right. Like, what do you what do you want me to do? Um, and then Parker has to go back to Ohio. No, it's like Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. One of those. Because um, his dad is having a milestone birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh, I have to like. He's he's hanging out with Crack and Ben and Mal, and he's like. <laughs> it's a thing. Um, oh, God, like, thank God, because I don't want to remember two people's names. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sam and Eric from yeah. Lord of the Flies. Um, it's like, oh, I had to do this thing, and like, his family's kind of waspy, and that they wanted to. They were like, oh, you're. I mean, like, you're an idiot for breaking up with Shelby. You'd be better off, whatever. And he's like, I wish I could like bring Zach with me to sort of be a buffer, and Zach couldn't because of a work thing. And Mal's like. I'll go. Yeah, because Mal's like, I don't have a job. I don't have and anything I'm else to do. When I, and Mal's like, I'm a real good distraction. <laughs> you want to keep your parents from talking about a certain thing? I'll make sure that happens. <laughs> and Parker's like, okay. So then I thought a good chunk of the book would be them on the road trip, like, getting to know each other. And at yeah. this point, they have genuinely gotten to know each other. So when they were having feelings for each other, I was, I was buying it. I'm like, yeah, you've bonded on things and like had real conversations about life and all that stuff and like shortly into the oh and right after their first hookup parker had like a little bit of a crisis just like a teeny bit but then we find out later on that he's like 
kind of had a thing for guys yeah before no and i really appreciated uh, that like yeah. this wasn't like this wasn't like straight guy fantasy stuff yeah this was no he's always been a little bit more open as a person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just that he grew up in a very conservative place right, right. and it's a little bit it's like he it comes with all the privilege of being the white guy who grew up in a privileged society who's mostly straight yeah and, and i think he comes from money too right and could ignore slash not worry about those feelings he had for men yeah and like just like whatever yeah. and i don't think they were ever romantic feelings i think they were sexual right mostly. Um, but because he's mostly straight, it's just yeah. like, okay, well, like, sure, whatever. whatever. These are feelings I have. I don't need to worry about. Right. But then after Mal, he's like at the gym going, I'm hot for dudes. Look at all <laughs> these hot dudes. Oh, that's right. Dick looks like a lot of fun to play with. Right. And he's like, does that mean I'm gay? Is that, does that mean I'm gay? And then I like how he just comes to the conclusion. He's like, it means I'm queer. Yeah, he's like, he's like, it means I'm a, I'm right now I'm attracted to Mal, and that's like a new thing. And sure, whatever, I'll just right. move on with. And right away, he like did research on non-binary and what that means. Yep. And so, which was I'm like, good for you. Anyway, so at the road trip, like almost right away, Parker's like, so can I ask you a question? And Mal is like, is it about being non-binary? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> and Mal's like. Okay, I trust you to, like, be thoughtful when you ask these questions that you're asking out of, like, curiosity and wanting to know more as opposed to, like, look at the freak. So they have a conversation about that. Well, I also appreciated that, like, he wasn't going to put all the burden of his, uh, of needing to know things on Mal. Right. He has access to the internet. Yes, and like so like everyone went, today. So he went there first for yes. basic information. Yeah, 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 yeah. And wanted to talk to Mal specifically about Mal. About their experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh, I'm really excited for like this whole road trip. And they're going to get into a scuff because of how Mal presents themselves. And like they're going to bond over that and blah, 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 blah. No, they're just like there almost immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's also very apparent that Parker's mother has rapid onset Alzheimer's and everyone realizes it except him. Yeah, I was pissed about that. I was like, I really need wanted Mal, who obviously noticed right away to step in and go, Parker, baby, um, <laughs> Parker, <laughs> you big idiot. Baby, honey doll. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like... Your mom is having Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah, right? And, like, the the dad was happy for Parker to be back, so he could basically be like, well, it's your obligation to, like, move back home and help me take care of your mom. Yep. And we realized that the dad hasn't been taking care of his wife, and that he's just been, like, golfing and working. And, I mean, it's... Apparently that's like his normal behavior, but then it's also kind of like, oh, he doesn't know how to deal with the situation, so he's just distancing himself from it and right. expecting Parker to take care of it. Well, and that was something I appreciated later too. Like again, it didn't come out of nowhere in the narrative. Mm-hmm. And later when Parker confronts his father, he's like, This is how you raised me. You were mm-hmm. a hands off person. You don't want to take responsibility for anybody. Yeah. And that's on you. Right. And Parker too's like we can hire people. Like, there are people whose job it is to take care of people with Alzheimer's and who are trained for that. 
And then the dad kept being like, no, no, it's your duty. You're just trying to run away from your problems. And he's just yeah, like, dad, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, and I appreciated the doctor too. And he, Mel, uh, Parker was like, I'm just going to move home, I guess. And the doctor's like, this could be 20 years. This could be 20 years. Also, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, well, that's not you. This is not a, I mean, if you want to, if you feel like for you, you need to move back. Yes great and like the doctor even said like if you need to take care of your dad while he's going through this with your mom maybe but uh no your mom needs specialty care that you are not qualified to give (laughs) yeah 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 round the clock care that a you're not qualified to give and b like you shouldn't give up your life for i don't think that's what your mom would want no and i think mal was absolutely the right person to have with him in those moments Mm -hmm. because mal was able to comfort him and be there and also not be telling him what to do. Right, right. Mal, yeah, Mal handled the situation very well. Though, yeah, everyone... And there was one point where they were leaving the first time from the house. Oh, and, it, like, obviously the mom was like, oh, who are you? Oh, where's Shelby? Blah, blah, blah. And, like, Parker thought she was just being passive-aggressive. It's like, she obviously has Alzheimer's, bro. <laughs> And there's one part where they're about to leave, and the dad's like, I need to talk to you right now. And we're like, oh, he's about to tell his son that his mother has Alzheimer's. And Parker's like, no, we're going to the hotel. Bye. And the dad's like, I'll talk to you later then. I'm like, no, that's a right now conversation, kid. Anyway. So he waited until the birthday party to be like, bye. And I think it was the aunt. Yeah. It ended up being the aunt, where he was like, uh, Mal, Mal was like in the kitchen with the aunt, and he's like, or they're like, is she? And then the aunt's like, mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay. Like, Parker was the last person to find yeah, out. It's like, oh, you Because Parker, for being as empathetic as he was, he's also a big idiot. He's kind of, yeah, he's kind of an idiot. Anyway, so then um, Mal goes back and spends some time with their mom, who's great. And Parker's there sort of, like, trying to figure out what to do. Is he going to stay? Is he going to, like, because I think he'd already quit his job at this point, didn't he? Yeah. So he's like, okay, I'm just going to, like, figure this out, blah, blah. And then um, Mal goes on a, like, ice climbing trip. Dang. That is is extreme. Like, (laughs) climbing up. It wasn't, like up a mountain. It wasn't like climbing Everest or anything like that, but it was just like you have hatchets and you bury them into the ice yeah. and you like climb up this like ridge or whatever. Like it was intense. And then they slip and fall and end up in the hospital and they're fine. Yeah. But Parker finds out about it and just like drop. Parker's driving back and forth between Colorado and Kansas or wherever. <sighs> Tulsa? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, like five times in <laughs> yeah. this book. I'm just like, good God. Anyway, um, so then Parker's just like, it's you. It's always been you. Whatever. You know, the whole like, right. I thought you might be dead. Also, he, he shows up and he's like, oh, and I was like, I have a phone. Well, no, Why did you drive all this way? No, one of the best parts was um, because so Parker finds out a little late. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he finds out from their mutual friends, mm-hmm. and so that he drives just there right right away. He's just going to drive there, and he calls Mel, <laughs> like almost there. And Mel's like, "I'm not there anymore. I'm back in Colorado Springs. I'm in my mom's house." <laughs> no, he wasn't. 
I'm sorry. They weren't. They weren't at their mom's house. Oh. They were back in Colorado Springs. Oh, that's right. But Parker yeah. ended up staying with right. the mom. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. the mom. And like it was. Oh my gosh. It was. And Mel was great. They're like, why? Why did you? Why didn't call you me? Call me. Just, just. I'm fine. It was just like a mild concussion. Just like why didn't you call me? <laughs> And he's like, I don't know. I did hate that Parker after that was like, I just never want to see you hurt again. It's like, they do extreme, extreme sports. They do extreme sports They are sports going to get hurt together. again. Together, yeah. And that's fine, dude. You yeah. got to get over that. Um, so yeah. And then they, they got together. Yeah. They moved in. Did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they got this really cool apartment. Oh, that's right. And like, Mal started their, like own firm kind of thing. Yeah, they did, they went freelance. Yeah, that's that's yep. And Parker and Mal got this awesome apartment and they right away had sex on the uh the, the granite counter. countertops. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like right away. Right away. <laughs> um yeah. And that was that. I really enjoyed this book. It was nice. Um I thought like I thought it, it treaded the line between fantasy relationship mm-hmm. and possible relationship pretty mm-hmm. well uh i, I yeah, thought the, neither of them were too perfect like they both had blind spots yeah the scenes with the mom when it was just parker and the mom um were to me they were a little too fantasy like she the, they got a little bit magical yeah 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 she thought that he was still in college and he was sort of talking about mal just like i don't know what to do about this person blah 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 and the the mom very pointedly was like oh well whatever you decide to do with this person like assuming that he was in love with a guy um and that that was a little too like hallmarky yeah and a big part of me not was that like, hallmark whatever have a gay story mm, sorry it was a little yeah. too like happy endingy or just like oh it's the support that i never got from her ever all of a sudden like now i see her true self now that she doesn't remember yeah the last I, like I 15 thought- years or whatever I- I thought there could be hints of that, which would be fine, but not over yeah. and over again. Yeah. I didn't appreciate that. Um, Shelby was cartoon terrible. Shelby was cartoon terrible, but I did appreciate... Well, she attacked him in the lobby of their... Oh, yeah. Like, physically assaulted yeah, him. Yeah. Physically assaulted him. Because uh, she found out about Mal and was like, you cheated on me with this freak kind of thing. Right. But I did appreciate that as things were sort of coming to light and Parker sort of, like, quote, came out um, as being queer, not entirely straight, whatever. He right. didn't, like, really say. But um, that, and then, like, Shelby finding out about it and his parents possibly finding out about it. And, like, each time it was him sort of letting go of, like, you know what? It doesn't matter what other people think about this situation. It only matters what I think about this situation. Mm-hmm. And, the f- like, for the first time in his life. And I did appreciate those moments. And they felt very genuine. Yeah. So. Do you think the first book was between Craig and Zach? Maybe. Yeah. Probably. And Crack. so, like, we get to know more about, like, Zach's family, who's also, like... Oh, because that's of, right. His, his yeah. parents showed up, too. Right. Ooh. So I think part of... Because they, they referred to the holidays every now and again. Oh, yeah. So that it's quite possible that the last book had some of that in it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, we can look it up very easily. We have the internet. We have the power. We have the power. Here we go. I looked at Christine, by the way, when I did that, and I gave her, like... 
like my best like he-man eyes <laughs> yeah the, the first book is about zach yep so great excellent great yeah. well that's that book yeah 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 Hey, Claire. Neil. Are you ready to fuck, Mary kill? I'm ready to fuck, Mary kill. Great. Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to go first or should I? Um, I guess I can go first. Okay. All right. Who would you fuck, Mary, and kill? Mm-hmm. Vicky. Mm-hmm. Shelby. Mm-hmm. Zach's mom. <laughs> Mine is Vicky Shelby, Tess's mom. <laughs> the villains. The villains. Lady villains. Lady villains. Okay, so... Exes are the worst. I know. Um, I'm going to... Fuck Shelby. Because I bet it would be over real quick. <laughs> and something tells me she'd be fine with it not being good or special. I also um, hear fucking crazy is, like, fun the one time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I would kill Zach's mom. Ugh. And I'd marry uh, Vicky because I bet when she gets out of rehab, she'll be a little bit of a better person. Well, she did write that letter. She did write that letter, which yeah. I'm sure was part of her program. Well, and I do feel of all of the um, villains that were named, she at least, again, I'm going to say, had a drug problem and didn't want to be where she was. Yeah. And so, like, she had a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Shelby, I felt, I feel like went crazy. <laughs> like, in a um, non-organic, not true way. Mm-hmm. Like, she just out. Yeah. She'll, you know, she'll be out. I'm not married anymore! Yeah, I'm gonna scratch like, your face! Like, she went Miss Havisham, but violent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very much. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, there's a little bit about lost the baby. Like, there was oh, a miscarriage thing happening right. there. That's and, like, right. that maybe is something that drove Shelby a little crazy, but also they were probably having the baby to fix their relationship anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what was going on. All I know... So, she was an abuser and a terrible yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's. But uh, Zach's mom, um, who is so Christian, she's given up on her son and drove all the way to Colorado with her pastor to try to convert her nephew. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's done. I'm dead. Uh, she's dead to me. Yeah, I was gonna say other way around. Strike that. Reverse it. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so out of this game i will kill myself before okay well the next episode i'll have to find a new host then no, no. i want it to be me okay okay so don't die sex mom uh dead um yeah i i guess i'll, I'll agree with you i'm also going to fuck shelby once and marry vicky yeah okay yeah. and i mean vicky wanted to come back to california Mm-hmm. I'm in California, so maybe she won't be so horrible. Oh, yeah. She's got beaches here. Yeah. I think she just doesn't realize that ocean beach is not fun. Beaches aren't fun all the time. Yeah. They're good for bonfires. Yeah, they are. I love a beach bonfire. Okay. Um, so now that I have to come up with a new one... Um, Claire. Yes. Fuck, Mary kill. Uh-huh. Um, Alice. Uh huh. Um, Crack. Uh huh. And 
Tessa's sister. Oh. Hmm. We didn't talk about her a lot, but she was kind of fun, and I love that she ended up with Starchy Archie. I know, I did too. <laughs> also, Starchy Archie sounded real cute. Oh, he yeah. was tall and redheaded. That was also something I appreciate, because normally in these books, anybody who's a possible alternate love interest is the worst. Mm-hmm. And in this case, our girl went out with Archie. Very, Tess went out with Archie very briefly, just because mm-hmm. he was available. And, and she he was, was always nice. Yeah, and... Yeah. and, and and she was like, "Oh no, I could see myself with him." Yeah, <laughs> she was just so she was just so against the idea because it was obvious that her parents were like trying to force yeah. him upon her. Yeah. But then when she went out. She's just like, "Oh, like if I choose to like come back to the suburbs and like have that life," because she also like ran into an old friend or something, and they're like having their third baby shower or whatever, and it's like all very suburbia. And she's like, "You know, if I want that, like." Starchy Archie seems like a good person to sort of settle down with. Yeah. Anyway, but he's not on this list. So, Alice, Sam, and Crack. Alice, Sam, and Crack. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to... Oh. Oh, Mm. man. Okay, I'm going to fuck Crack. Yeah. No, I'm not. Oh. Mm. Oh, my gosh. And I've had embarrassment of riches here. (laughs) All right. No, no, no. Okay. All right. I'm going... To marry Crack. All right. One, they both seem very supportive. I don't think Craig was. Uh, no, I. Or one of the. Also, Ben made comment that one of the, it must be Zach that Zach doesn't actually like Mal, but then that never came up. Yeah, and I, it never seemed that way. I would say there were some strange moments in the book where somebody would impart information to the other one, and the other one would say something cryptic and get up and leave. <laughs> and and when oh. I'm saying this very vaguely with names, I mean everybody did that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was just like so. Then we went home for Thanksgiving, and so and so was there. So and so was there. Yeah, great. Well, I just came here to talk about design. Goodbye. What? <laughs> and that happened so often in this book. Yeah. I was like, is there a secret? Are we keeping a secret? But well, it also, might be from the first book. Yeah, no, okay. I think it's from the first book. But this also, is, this I kept is my thinking fault for choosing. Like, I, I kept thinking somebody was telling Shelby everything that was going on between Mal and Parker oh. because that because they're all friend group related mm-hmm, type thing. And mm-hmm. I thought, oh, that's how Shelby knows. But no, it was just Facebook. that wasn't it at all. It was, it was just, just Facebook. It was just weird. <laughs> so was like, well, now that you two are dating. I have to leave this room very quickly for no reason that's never going to come up again. <laughs> anyway. So you're going to marry Crack? I'm going to marry Crack. Okay. They seem stable and nice. Okay. Um, and I think I'm going to fuck Alice. Okay. Also, very stable and nice and seemed like a great time. Her, there's a scene with her and her husband that's just like super cute. Yeah. Because like I, I, I got the impression they've been together for a while. Yeah. Like a good, she's... She was like 30s, late 30s, 30s right? 40s, something like, that. something like that. I was under the I was under the impression it might have flat out said it that she and her husband were like high school sweethearts or yeah. something, but they were still like really in love with each other. Yeah. It was really sweet. Yeah, I wouldn't want to both very supportive of like everyone. And I wouldn't want to break that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But one night. One night in Bangkok and the world's <laughs> 
it's done. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which means I am unfortunately going to kill Sam. That's fair. But I didn't remember Sam enough to remember Sam's name was Sam. Uh-huh. And I thought, thought her name was Jess. Jess. So I feel okay Jess about Jess. this. Also, their emails to each other were too ridiculous. They were so ridiculous. That whole Bam Bam email, I'm out. I know. Also, I don't. I would need to double check when this book was written, but each email said re and then the subject line was different yeah i know <laughs> so it'd be like re date with my cowboy and then the response would be like re time to get some bam bam or something it's just like no it's not re if it's a new subject line what are you doing <laughs> also i did appreciate that they were sending things from vmail.com i know it <laughs> but there was no period bet- before the dot com it was like vmail.com like what's happening it like it felt like a book that was written before cell phone times, but then just sort of rehashed for cell phone times. I, I this is your phrase, cell phone times. <laughs> well, I feel like it's important to call it cell phone times versus oh, yeah, non-cell yeah. phone yeah, yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it feels like a book that was written pre-cell phone times. But sure, they just like sure. kind of because they they just come up for convenience, but only super convenience sake, not for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so um, I would fuck crack. Yes. And then hopefully get into the friend group. Because that dinner party that they ended up having. So it was much like fun. a housewarming party, right? Yeah, yeah, in yeah. the new apartment. It was really nice. Um, I'm going to marry Alice. Because uh-huh. she was just so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to kill Sam. But be sad about it. Because yeah. she was... She also kind of gave up her life in New York. Yeah. Because she ended up moving back to Philly to, to take, take care, care of the, the dad. dad and then ended up dating Archie. Yeah, but she was also like, also a high-powered attorney type person. Mm. Oh, she wasn't doing what she wanted in New York. Her parents had forced her into like uh, not being a writer, remember? Oh, but now that she's married the attorney, she can... Okay. Yeah. Oh, now I feel bad for taking her life. Yeah, you should. It has such potential. You're the worst. I'm terrible. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> of, all the, of all the characters, yes. who would you fuck, who would you marry, and who would you kill? Okay. Uh, oh, gosh. Oh. I'd fuck Mal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mal seems to know what they're doing. Oh, yeah, they do. Mal seems like a great time. Mm-hmm. Mal was super hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Mal seemed like so much fun. Yeah. I wouldn't want to marry Mal, if only because I am not interested in any of the things that Mal's interested in. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, honestly, please go out and bike mountain bike all the time. I went regular city biking yesterday, and I hurt so bad. <laughs> and I want none of that anymore. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. So, but this is a good time. Yeah. Also, like, also, Mal is super intelligent, mm-hmm. very smart. When uh, when they went out to the bar with Ben, they're like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I guess I'll talk about my work. Ben is contributing nothing to this conversation. And so and kept trying, like yeah. asking Ben questions, and Ben would just give like one word answers, and then yeah. keep, keep doing shots or whatever. Right, it's just like ugh. So uh, yeah, um, I think that would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh no, oh no, oh no, I'm gonna marry Jake. <laughs> Why, Ranch? 
ranch in beautiful Colorado. Well, then marry one of the nice redheads. Oh, I'll marry both those redheads. Great. <laughs> Thank you. You are correct. What was I thinking? Ugh. They're not interesting See, conversations. You've though. saved the day. It's fine. Okay. You just want a big ranch. I will call Mal. <laughs> Hey, now. <laughs> we'll catch up. Go hang out with Tess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You were correct. Sorry. Okay, great, Two great, redheads. Great. Um, kill. Oh. I'm going to kill Zach's mom again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Enough of that. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're done with that. What about you? Um, I would also fuck Mal. <laughs> um, for Mary, I'm trying to, it's, it's a, real close tie between Alice and Parker. Yeah. They were both really great. And then I live in a mountain town in Colorado either way. Yeah. It's just uh, Yeah. So I, I can't do I have to pick one? Yeah, um Their couple name would be Palace. Oh done. <laughs> <laughs> great. And then I live in a palace in Colorado. <laughs> I'm on board. Yep. And then I'd kill Vicky. Yeah, okay. Death by stew hair. Wow, stew hair. <laughs> the books, the books, do the, the books. books. The books, the um, books. I think I'd fuck both of them. Okay. Um, Only See You was a good book. And just like, the, the love interests were both like developed intelligent people who like did the right thing. They weren't perfect. But they were still like good people, yeah. And I, I understood why they were attracted to, to each other, and um, Mao was very aware of Parker, like Parker being in a relationship with someone with a penis. It was like new, and so Mao was very aware of that and just sort of like, okay, like I'll sort of let you, like I'm just gonna still be myself, but like I'm sort of gonna let you you know, voice uh-huh. what you need to voice and all of that. And there's one point towards the end where Parker was like, so, do you always bottom Mal? And Mal's like, not necessarily. Why? <laughs> Parker's like, fuck me! <laughs> and then Mal was very nice about it, like, yeah. several fingers, lots of lube, blah blah blah. Oh, it was really great. <laughs> the next day, Parker couldn't walk <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's what happens. Sometimes all, it hurts to sit down the next and day. And all the gay men in the room were like, mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, I know what that looks like. Uh, well, all the bottoms anyway. Anyone, anyone who has bottoms. Because you know who wouldn't recognize that? Greedy tots! I hate them. Anyway, um, and crashing into tests, I, I would fuck it because I liked... Everyone in that tiny town, except for Jake and Vicky and that cop that we didn't really talk about, but, like, everyone else in the town. Like, I really wanted this book to just, like, be Tess and Alice. Just sort of, like, let's become lady friends and save the village yeah, or I, whatever. I think I think this book would have been... Yes. No, I agree. I think I'd fuck both books. I think um, crashing into Tess would have been really interesting if if after he helped her out all day uh, and the next day and they got to know each other and had a good time, he just went back to his ranch. Mm-hmm. And they didn't see each other because they both had to kind of go on with their lives until she had to do some veterinary work out mm-hmm. there at his ranch. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh 
my god I'm such an idiot I, it didn't even occur to me of course you'd be the vet mm-hmm. and she's like yeah cause I'm awesome and then he has to say like I'm super attracted to you but I really I don't get involved with people who I think are here temporarily mm-hmm. and I just need you to know that and she'd be like oh that makes total sense because you have a daughter so I will also not flirt with you I'm just gonna do my job and yeah, then yeah. they can't help it Yes! That would have been great! Ah, and they get trapped <laughs> in his beautiful house in a blizzard. Yes! Mm-hmm. Yes! Yes! While the, while the daughter's upstairs sleeping because they, they put her to bed and they all get or, along very or, well. And... Or uh, the daughter's with the ex-wife and they think that's fine and then no, there's a problem. she can't be with Vicky. No, 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 but because that's like the yeah, thing. Yeah, then yeah, they yeah. have to like get, then, then they have to work together to save the daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the, the next thing that gets them together and they're like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Claire. Yes. You pick the books for next time. Excellent. It's time for our favorite game. Christine, Christine guess. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. All right. Here's the books. Okay. All right. The first book is Soulmates Inc. by Bill Isell. The second one is Not in the Cards by Amy Sissel. <laughs> Oh, their names rhyme. I know, I know. That's cute. Um, I'm going to say... Casinos. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That is a good one, okay. but that's not it. Um, uh, okay. Is it Matchmakers? No. Oh. Matchmakers cards. in Casinos. <laughs> <laughs> greeting Cards. Not Greeting Cards. Oh, that would also be fun. Be Can you start writing okay. really niche romance novels? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no. All right. You don't know. It might be Chuck Tingle. Oh. I know. I don't. First, I don't folks. know. Yeah. I feel like we'd know by now. <laughs> All right. Uh, no. The theme is psychics. <gasps> oh. Psychics exclamation point. My inner eye is telling me that's going to be a great episode. I think secret theme is also Pacific Northwest. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So we're not even going to guess. You're just going to tell us. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Well, that's just, that is... I love the PNW. PNW. All right. Yes. That's it. Um, I'm super I'm looking excited. forward yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Right. Thank you, Claire. Well, and thank you, Neil. Thanks, Christine. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, listeners. Thank you so much, listeners. If you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, review, star, uh, share, um, all the things. Tell people. IRL, even. IRL. And... (laughs) Thank you for repeating acronyms at me. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you, authors. Thank you, authors, very much. We appreciate... That you author. Author away. <laughs> author away. Author away. Um, <laughs> so until next time. Until next time. Well, I feel like we have to have a say now. Until next time. Keep fucking. <laughs> <laughs> same fuck time. Same fuck place. <laughs> oh. Thank you.